What up, Ram? What up, kid? What are you up to? Uh, not much. Just chilling out. Is that Danielle in the back? Yeah. Oh, it sounded like your mom. No, I was like, Danielle. what is your mom doing down in Florida? No, I wish. <laughs> you missing everybody a little bit? Or... Oh, yeah, of course. How is it down there, though? Because it's been awful here. Like, I mean, I... the past two, three days is cold and rainy. I know. My mom was telling me how shitty it's been. Every time I check the weather there, it looks like it's shitty. Dude, it's it's like depressing. I could imagine. Because, like, you think about it, we're like, all right, we're in mid-May. Like, I'm trying to get my pool open, trying to get the backyard up. And uh-huh. it's fucking raining out, and there was nothing to do today. Like, nothing. Okay, I know. It's it's really fucking shitty. What am uh, <clears throat> what do you What did you do today? Uh, well, like, what have you I... been up to, honestly? I'm up to nothing, honestly. <laughs> did you start the real estate stuff yet, or? No, nah, I don't start that until next month. Oh, really? Yeah, that so was the like... next. Yeah, that was the next available class I could take. Just like enjoying the time off. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't want to get too used to it, though. You know, <laughs> that's how I feel right now. Like I'm staying busy still, but yeah. it kind of still is like uh, I wish I had like the full time. Like, yeah, then... I mean. It... It could get boring for sure. Yeah, we missed the kid out here. It's just been like me, Alex, and Christina for the most part. Really? Yeah, like it's like I mean, like Eric, we talked to obviously his grandpa just passed away, so we haven't heard from him that much. Ed's been up north a lot. Frank, he's working again, right? Who's that? Uh, Ed. Ed, yeah, he's doing landscaping. Yeah. Um, and then Frank is just the usual drinking shit, so we really don't talk to him that much. So yeah, he doesn't come out with you guys anymore? We don't really invite him out. If he does, he, like, hits up Alex now and doesn't hit up me. Frank's weird like that. Like, yeah. he used to talk shit about Alex, hit up me, and now he doesn't hit up me and he hits up Alex. It's like, I don't know. And I don't really care because I don't want to even do – I don't want to just drink all the time. You obviously know that. Yeah, I hear you. So, but it's all good. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, just the boy to... hasn't been doing much here. Yeah, just trying to stay busy. Yeah, are, are you? you? Me? What up, Wes? What up, Wes? Oh, fuck! I'm bounced <laughs> right back in. All right, sounds good. That was a sick picture, by the way. That was so cool. Even. Oh, he started to cut out. Here, the Stanley Cup's there. I'm like, wow. That's so random. I'm surprised they brought it to see Wait, I was thinking, like, yeah. They did like a piece of piece on it um, they today. Bring it, like with the, they usually bring it to uh, New York. Well, uh, I forget what they were with like the. You know what they do with that cup though? Like once the names fill up at the bottom, they take off the. The top one. Yeah, they take off the ring. The capitals are the only one on the bottom ring. Yeah, it's a brand new layer. And then they take off the ring and then they put it into the uh, Hall of Fame. You're cutting in and out again. Are you on Wi-Fi? No, I hear you cutting out too. Like, I don't know if it was just me or not. Okay. No, Wes, you are cutting in and out. It's him, right? 
Do you hear me clear, Brad? I hear you clear, but Wes is in and Wes. out. Yeah, I hear oh. Wes a little oh. bit in and out too, unfortunately. Am I good? Am I good? I can hear you crystal clear, yeah. All right, Gucci. Word. Uh, still a little, little uh, fuzzy. Oh, oh. Yeah, it was really, it was really, I got, so now I've seen the World Series trophy. So I got, Which awesome. one did you like awesome. more? Dude, it's, World it's Series is pretty, it's big, isn't it? It's, it's not small. It's only weighs 35 pounds, but it's, it's big in size. Oh God, dude! If his if he keeps coming out, you want me to try to host one or who, Wes? No, I could try to host one. I can't hear you guys at all now. Well, I can hear you. I just can't hear Wes. I think it's it might be Wes's connection. Probably is honestly. I friggin' yeah, uh, he left. Fuck! I lost my voice today a little bit. I was like yelling at the rink. I yelling had, at the kids? Well, yeah, I was. In, I charged a, <clears throat> the one guy's dad passed away, so I was in charge of running it tonight. So like the kids are so young, and there's like there was a, it was a clinic, so it was about like twenty five, thirty kids, and I had to like just yell the whole time to get their attention, whatnot. Boy, feels like he's raspy as fuck now. Sounds yeah, that, like he smoked three packs. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Boy smoked three packs. Yeah, boy just can't lay off the tobacco. I know. <laughs> Just can't lay off the pipe, man. Oh, <laughs> my God. Dude, I smoke cigarettes now? on the ice. Uh, uh, yeah. Cool. yeah. A little bit, yeah. A little bit, yeah. Little... Keep talking, Wes. Just bullshit. So how was the Stanley Cup? It was cool. Dick. Okay. <laughs> I, th- I think you're good now. All right. Let's – uh. Let's just roll the podcast, and I mean, if we if we want to bullshit through it, we can bullshit through it a little bit. It doesn't matter. And it, I, I open. All right. So <laughs> wait, what are we talking? Wait, Wes, what are we talking about though? Like, what? There's a lot of NBA topics, but like NBA and okay. then I'll count you down. You ready? Yeah. In three, two, one, go. On today's edition of Bench, the Asteroids Warriors shine in Houston. Was out dueled the Nuggets. The Bucks run. Oh, no. It's fucked. Oh, fuck. Dude, it's got to be his Wi-Fi. It has to be because he's always the one. Because I could hear you crystal clear. Yeah, he's he's been choppy. It's him. It's always on his end. Wow, that sucks. That's fucking annoying. What's up with the NHL playoffs? We got... Hold on one second. I haven't followed it for the past few days. We got... um, Bruins are up 2-0 right now against Carolina. They smoked them yesterday. Just like... Now, just made him look dumb. 
They won six to two. And then um, I haven't watched much, honestly. I haven't. I didn't watch any Blue Sharks. I actually caught the NBA game last night. It was it was wild. Like I wanted the Sixers to win, obviously, but yeah, I didn't. One, wa- dude, I didn't watch it because I knew it was going to be a close game, and that last shot was just fucking ridiculous. Dude, man. that last shot was so fucked. Uh, like it hit the rim, and then it hit the other side of the rim, and then it went in. Like there was a there was like a two second delay. Mm-hmm. When when the buzzer beater went off and then everybody se- celebrated like it wasn't just a swoosh it took like a while to yeah. get in and then everyone went nuts and I'm like you gotta be fucking kidding me yeah I, that that bounce off the rim was like uh, you, it, <laughs> that's that's just that's just I don't even know how that happens it's Again, so... and, he, and he's falling fucking backwards almost an impossible shot to make. I know. It was just so unfortunate for the Sixers. I know. So who we got now? We got Toronto in the East. It's Toronto, Toronto, Milwaukee in the East, and uh, Warriors and Trailblazers in the West. And it's going to be the Warriors probably again, right? Yeah, it's probably going to be the Bucks and the Warriors. Hmm. That's what I would pull it down to. Kevin Durant. Yeah. And who's who's for hockey? The Bruins and the uh, Carolina and the Sharks and the Blues? Yeah. For yeah. for St. Louis, like I'm shocked about Carolina. The Sharks, I had them predicting Stanley Cup from the beginning of the playoffs because they had all the right pieces this year to put it together a playoff team. Uh-huh. So they're definitely like if they don't make the playoffs, then something's wrong. But the um, Blues, they shocked me, but they got Ryan O'Reilly from the Sabres, so that was a big move. As well as got a good uh, – no, that's a different team, but – they shocked me. And then also the Hurricanes. Like, this team is – like, what's one of the worst teams in the NBA? Like, Hurricanes were one of the worst teams, like, for a couple of years. It mm-hmm. just jumped up. That's – yeah, man. I can't believe the Hurricanes swept the um... – Islanders. Yeah. Just yeah. swept them. So wild. Were there any sweeps in basketball or no? Um, I think there was, like, one or two series maybe that were sweeps. But that's it's... it. I don't understand, like, all right, if you sweep by, like, two, three points, you know, like, I, I give it to you. But, like, when you're sweeping teams by, like, points and goals, like, if an NBA game is, like, 77 to, like, 98, like, that shouldn't be right. As well as, like, hockey, like, it shouldn't be, like, a five-to-one score, like, when you're sweeping a team. Right. It's so weird. It, it's so much ta- – like, it's all tactics, too. Like, it's all getting in the players' heads in hockey and basketball. I, I don't know what it Are means. you saying the Bruins are going to – I'm not saying they're going to sweep them, but have you watched them play? Like, they're a different team. I just think that the Hurricanes – well, I'll save it. I'll save it for the pod. Until, until, Carolina, until Carolina, like – Is this guy uh... fucking serious? <laughs> <laughs> this got cut out like four times. I know. We're 11 minutes in right now. 30 seconds. This guy cut out four fucking times. This guy. It's that New York Wi-Fi, man. We got to ban this guy from his own pod. It was his idea, and now we're fucked. Dude, I don't know why it's so bad lately. It's been shit, but like we seem to be pretty okay. I'm always fine. You You're know, always I'm... pretty good. I think last not, week. Not to brag or anything, but no, daddy's, daddy's always on the money. <laughs> Florida Wi-Fi is pretty good. This, this uh, Florida Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi shit. Yeah, you guys are shit on that end. 
they're selling they're selling trailer beer down here now. They have the, Dude. the official have the nat, natural light lemonade and strawberry. Have you tried it? I'm dying to try it. No, man. I, I I didn't tell you this, but I rolled up at the rink last Friday, like two Fridays ago, and they must have been. I always go every Friday to the rink, and this time yeah. I guess they were drinking. There was all beer cans like in the bench area, uh-huh. and I saw the actual nat- natural light lemonade and strawberry one, and I'm, I'm like, damn, they must sell it here now. Honestly, natural light's a shit beer, but like they actually put some effort into it to make it flavored. I want to, tr- I would like to try it. I'm dying to try it, but I just don't want to spend money on a 24 pack and fucking hate it. You know what I mean? Or even drink like three of them and be like, fuck this, because they don't make it in six pack or. No, they don't even make, like, the single big cans. I checked. Damn, that's surprising. I figured they would. No, nah, I've checked, man. I mean, you could buy alcohol anywhere here. But... What's, like, the top beer out? Like, what have you noticed that is, like, sold? I mean, I don't know if you've even noticed this, but, like, know, what's man. the top beer out in Florida? Like, here, obviously, fucking, it's your fucking, domestics. Fucking Bush Light, probably, honestly. <laughs> Bush Light is a big Bush. seller. Depends on what Florida is. You can definitely get big time bush light out there. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like they, that's too. what they drink: Keystone, Bush Light, and Natty Light. Anything cheap, or even PBR. That's that's one in there too. Anything cheap, Florida. I like Bush Light, dude. Honestly, I'm I'm not even saying it as like a joke. It's it's not bad at all. It's not a, it's not a joke. It's a lifestyle. It is. A lot of bush. What's that, Wes? I said a lot of bush. Like I bought. Oh yeah, you said that. It's something the beer. That's how I am with Coors Light. I I can't breathe. Like after I have a beer or two of Coors Light, my (laughs) nose just gets so congested. I get the worst (laughs) headache. I literally can't breathe. Yeah, my nose clogs up so bad. I cannot breathe. Like damn at all. Yeah, I can't drink Coors. Did, you, did it go through, or did it, like, kick me well, out? Well, give it – what kicked yeah, you, you got, out. You sound like out. shit. Well, look, if you get kicked out again, we'll just restart it. Ready? You ready? I'll count you down. All right. In three, two, one, go. On today's edition of the – Runs through the Celtics and the Bruins are surviving the hurricane. All that more on Bench Bros. Let's go. Yeehaw. <laughs> oh, this oh, fucking this guy. Fucking guy. Oh my God. What is this guy doing? <laughs> That's Dude, this is like times. a sick joke. We, I think, you know what I think we should do? I honestly think we should just wait until we find a better platform because this is just – I'm get, it gets frustrating, man. After this one, uh, I'm pretty much done. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go online right now and search for different ones because, like, well, it's – I don't even think it's the platform. I think it's just Wes. Like, his connection sucks. Yeah, I, I think so too. Free podcast hosting. Let's see what I can pull up here. I'm going to tell him to get off Wi-Fi. Podbean, maybe try Podbean. I don't know. Anchor FM seems to be pretty good, but this fucking guy, dude. We took we took fit, like sixteen minutes just to get through intro. I know. All he said was, 
on today's edition of Edge Bros, blah, blah, blah. And then let's go. 17 minutes worth. I don't get this. It's shit. It's shit. The connection sucks. Oh, man. Are you are you with Daniela right now? Uh, no, nah, she's working out somewhere. Dude, you're fucked. Were you drinking Natty Light before? <laughs> you, got, you got that Natty Light connection. It, uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Boy, try to get off Wi-Fi, because I think that may be a problem. <sighs> Shit. Dude, I want you to get mad so bad. It off. I just like I want your day to go to shit after you saw this daily cup. You're probably so happy, and then now you start recording. You're so fucking angry. <laughs> Tell me this guy got kicked out. He did. I'm no, seriously. You're in now. Is there an echo? No. Uh, talk. I connected with two phones. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Maybe my actual phone will work. Hold on. Well, there is a little bit of an echo. All right. Is there an echo now? Yo, no. Right? Yeah. Ho ho! Wait, what? It says you left, though, Wes. Yeah, I had two phones on. No, it says you're not. Oh my god. You had two you didn't did you know you had two phones on? No, I just I just did that like the last ten seconds. Oh my god. But it doesn't say your name is in. Well I'm here, so this is good. <laughs> what the fuck is well, up? I'm here, boy. Am I crystal clear now? You are. Alright, do you want me to read the intro one more time again? Let's do it. It's gonna have to you ready? Come right. on, let's make this official. Let's make a good pod tonight. In three, two, one, energy, go. On today's edition of Bench Bros, the Raptors survived the Philly Asteroids. Steph and the Warriors shine in Houston. The Blazers outdueled the Nuggets. The Bucks run straight through the Celtics. And the Bruins are surviving the hurricane. All that and more on Bench Bros. Let's go. All right, Wes, you're still in. Yeah, I made it through. And he's, and he's Who's taking clear? a shower? Can you hear this sink? Who's taking a goddamn shower? It's cooking. Hold on. Oh, on, boys. I got to finish this piece of broccoli. Believable. Got to wash my hands. I got to get I got to get clean for the pod. Clean for the pod. Boys, actually no, Wes, go ahead take it. Are we just going to start? Well, all I wanted to say I'm watching the Phillies right now. They lead the NL East. Uh, who cares? I didn't, I didn't know that. I just wanted to say that. So, Sorry, what are you talking I'm... about today, boys? NASCAR? No. Uh, should be the topic of discussion, but we could start off with the Sixers game and why I didn't watch it because I would have been in tears. You didn't watch that? that? that oh, no so way, bad. dude. Oh. No way. I, I don't even watch basketball, and I watched that, and I was, like, heartbroken myself. I didn't want to watch it, man. I'm surprised you didn't just watch it to watch it, though. 
I can't, man. When my teams are when my teams are in situations like that, I already know what happened. It happened. Yeah, I like I said, I was like I was even watching it, and uh, they were they were up at one point. Seventy sixers. Save it for the actual show. Let me save it for the show because this is the first topic. I thought that's how we were starting. No, I gotta say, welcome to this edition of the Bench Bro Sports Podcast. True. That joint. Go ahead, boy. All right. Well, you're gonna eat the whole freaking Oreos thing again? You gonna tell your friends that I'm fucking fat as fuck? <laughs> Is that Shannon Trailer? Yeah, it's Shannon Trailer. Dude, stare at fucking wall. Dude, I'm, I'm gonna make a wall fan club. Uh, me and Steve right. are gonna shop. <laughs> Dude, me and Steve are gonna make a Facebook fan club called Wall and Ceiling. If you guys want to join, we'll send you invites. No, nah, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs> wall, dude, wall and ceiling, dude. Steve's fucked. The guy hasn't went to work in a week. What? Yeah, he had boy sick. But we had surgery on his tailbone, so like, can oh, go to work? Oh shit! I remember that. I remember That's he was dick. Because he had fucked lower back before, right? What's that? He had surgery on his lower back, right? Yeah, this is the second time. It's like a cyst, so he it just like just sitting home all day, staring at wall. That's dick, dude. Yeah, it's fucking ass. As Steve would say, that's ass, bro. <laughs> that's ass, yo, that's ass. I called him up for not hanging out with us last week. <laughs> What'd he say? Was he pissed off? He was like, dude, too busy cooking. Dude, he doesn't oh do God. anything. He stares at wall. Steve uh, busy cooking pancakes. What? That's his Instagram name. What's that? Stefano Pesque. Stefano Pesce. That's not his Instagram name. I thought it was like fitness or whatever. No, it's it is Stefano Pesce Fitness. Like Stephen Fish Fitness. Fish Fitness. Pesce. Yo, get fucking pissed off about it. Welcome to this edition of the Bench Pro Sports Podcast. We're glad you could join us today as we are a bunch of sports junkies debating about the hottest topics going around in the world of sports. I'm your host, Wesley Splay, and joining me today are Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. AKA Anthony Frattini and Brandon Farrell. What's up today? What up, boys? How are we? Great to be back. Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Why'd you just drop your voice like 10 octaves? Yo, what's good, man? How you doing? Because you, you, said, because... you said Ben Simmons. I'm playing oh. you. <laughs> and it's 2019. We have options. Relax. <laughs> Get over that, it. That makes sense, buddy. Get over it, buddy. There's options nowadays. I do whatever he wants. I'm going to bounce back with this. Um, the Raptors bounced their way to the Eastern Conference Finals by beating the Philadelphia 76ers on a crazy last-minute shot or last-second oh shot my by Kawhi Leonard that bounced four times off the rim, went in and sent the Raptors to the Eastern Conference Finals and sent the Philadelphia 76ers home. Let's go straight to the 76ers fan base where Brandon Farrell is kind of feeling salty a little bit. Brandon, what do you think about um, the Sixers kind of collapse or not. I mean, no one was hitting shots yesterday, so I can't really say it was a collapse for either team because no one could make anything. But give us your thoughts about the Game 7 of the Raptors and the 76ers. Uh, no comment. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, you know what, man? To save it. I don't know. I don't really know what to say. I mean, the shot, absolute bullshit. But, I mean, what are you going to do? He hit the shot. They're moving on. Uh, he won't be with them next season. Uh, he's probably going out to the West Coast. 
But Philly, that's no excuse for Philly that they shouldn't have lost that game. They got too many shooters, too many good players, and the Raptors live off of Kawhi. And to leave it down to a final shot, shame on the Sixers. They should have put the they should have got it together well before the end of the game. I watched that. I actually watched that was the first NBA playoff game I have watched this year. I just so happened to catch it. There's no hockey on. There was nothing else on TV. So I'm like, all right, cool. Game seven. It looks pretty close. I'm gonna watch this. It was neck to neck like the whole time. And then, like Brandon said, you said two Wes, just ball hit the rim, buzzer beater, hit it once, hit it twice, hit it three times, then went in. And I was just I was I guess I was on my phone at the time. I didn't catch the whole thing, but went in, game over, and I was like, come on. Like give it to like our home our home team here at least. And uh I mean I kinda grew up set between a 76ers and a Nets fan, so I'd be in the Allen Iverson era and whatnot. I mean, how could you not be a 76ers fan? And uh I was pretty pretty disappointed seeing that they lost that game as well, especially game seven. I mean it was ridiculous how it came down to Kawhi Leonard hitting a jumper over Joel Embiid. It like had the perfect backspin on the ball to bounce like straight up in the air and then hit off the rim three other times to go in. I mean, it's a crazy way to win a basketball game. Yeah. And I said to Brandon before, it was, it took like two to three seconds of everybody just watching the ball do its thing before it went in. And then everyone celebrated that was on the Raptors. And there everybody was, was on 76ers. It was like, it's like, all you see, like everyone on the Raptors bench just like looking, and then you see Joel Embiid just like looking too, and like concerned. Yeah. And, like it, it was just a great photo of like everyone just like with their mouths open, like oh my god! Exactly. It was so quiet during that time, from where the ball left the shooter's hands to when it went in the rim. It was awesome to see. It was so cool to see because it was like in a matter of a half a second, it went from everyone just staring at the rim, saying nothing. To cheering and screaming. Brandon, I'm waiting on you, buddy. Uh, I mean, you guys sound very positive, and I really am not positive about the whole situation. <laughs> so I'd rather not be a negative Nancy about this topic. Well, it reminds me of the when Allen Iverson and Vince Carter dueled it out in 2000, 2001. Where it was also a game seven, Vince Carter missed a three. The and 76ers took it. And the mm-hmm. 76ers took it. I think this is kind of like reverse. It's probably the best moment in Raptors history, the franchise history. Well, in that last play, you could totally tell the other Raptors players didn't even want the ball. They're like, no, Kawhi, here you go. You take it. Because <laughs> well, you want the ball in the best player's hands. Yeah. The whole game was you- terrible throughout. I watched the whole entire game. Don't you think they would like cover him better or something? You know, like game seven, yeah. second but round Joel, playoffs. Joel Embiid was, I mean, nothing more you could do, man. It was a lucky shot, you know? I mean, well, Ben the ball up over Joel first. Embiid. Ben Simmons yeah. was on it first and he saw Joel Embiid come and Ben Simmons just like stopped playing. It's like, come on, dude, double team him. Yeah. I mean, look, man, I wouldn't be, ha- I wouldn't be sad to see Ben Simmons go and, See everybody else stay, you know. Well, they gotta I mean, do everything to keep Jimmy Butler because I feel like Jimmy Butler he carried it last night. I feel like he's clutch. He's, he's, a he's, a, he's absolutely clutch. Absolutely, yeah, he was good yeah. last night. He 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 carried them into the fourth uh, quarter. 
Well, let, do you think the Raptors have a good shot of making it to the finals now as they got over like a little scary bump? No, no, I think Milwaukee is too strong of a team. Even if Philly advanced, Milwaukee was going to be a problem. I think Milwaukee is, is going to the finals no matter what. But Kawhi Leonard has been probably the player of the playoffs. Like, he put up 35 points a game in that series. I mean, like, he averaged a lot. He went into names of, like, Michael Jordan, uh, Magic Johnson, and, like, Wilt Chamberlain to, like, average a high amount of points per game. Like, that's a hell of a class to be in. Yeah. Do you think um, the conclusion of last night helped Kawhi's chances of staying in Toronto, or does it have to be, like, they have to get the finals in order for him to have a shot of staying? In Toronto. No, I, I, regardless, uh, I think even if they would have lost to Philly, um, they would have wanted to keep him in Toronto. I mean, he's the best player on that team, and I mean, he's one of the he's he's one of the best in the league, top three in the league right now. So, I mean, it's really going to be his decision, I think, whether he wants to stay or whether he wants to go. Right. Because he did want to be on the West Coast, but yeah, he didn't get they that opportunity. Enough money to offer him a max in Toronto. He could, but I, it, it's all up to him. If he wants to be there, he'll take them. He'll take it. But if not, he's he's gonna want to be traded to to a West Coast team. True, and I feel like a lot of other players have to step up on Toronto too. I mean, Siakam's been great, but he kind of took a step down last night. We all know about Kyle Lowry when it comes to playoff time. Marcus is like a veteran team leaner, mm-hmm. but he he's just more of like a tool than like a contributor. Yeah. So it, it has been the Kawhi show. A hundred percent, yeah, and that's why he had the ball for that last shot. So I'm as we touched about it a little bit. Where does uh, Philly go from here? Because they have Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler entering free agency, and it seems like they only have one uh, room for only one max guy. So where does Philly go? And you know, do they trade for more assets, or do they trade? You know, break up Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. What What do you think? I think they use all that talent to their advantage and trade to get more pieces, more pieces to the puzzle, whether it's trading Tobias Harris or trading Ben Simmons. Uh, we definitely need to keep uh, Joel Embiid and um, Jimmy Butler, though. Those I are our Jimmy two best Butler, guys. Definitely. Those are our two best guys. I think this is good for Joel Embiid that they lost that way and that it was actually him defending Kawhi. Because, like, we, I'm sure Ant saw this, too, how he, he broke down in the hallway going to the locker room. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. the 76ers haven't had this feeling in the new regime. Now they had, like, a gut-wrenching loss in the playoffs. Like, I even – I don't know who the player was, but it was one of the Raptors player, players. It was right before the game ended. The 76ers threw the ball into one of their players to bring it up court. And, dude, the emotions were high. Like, this guy was, like, hit face of anger, like, telling where his teammates were to go. Like, they were all zoned in playing super competitive basketball is really nice to watch actually so super competitive side on toronto as well as a super emotional side on philly and i saw him break down going through the tunnel too it was you know just to have an emotion we'll have to see what happens next year when they come back hopefully even hungrier like most most of these teams do because they'll remember it you know they'll remember it like you know maybe not this year but it's always next year and they'll remember it and they'll use it next year and they'll, they'll know what it feels like. You know, they'll only come back stronger. 
And, you know, it might help him change his, like, in his shape, changing his diet, you know, making them more healthy so that way he can play 75 games a year. So he's not eating Phil Kessel hot dogs all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's a spark. And I think if you keep Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler and Joel Embiid are, like, basically brothers from what it seems like from recent reports, but – He'll he'll spark him because that's what Jimmy Butler does. He gets under people's skin and he wants to bring the best out of them to win championships. True yeah. leader. Matt Simmons that's on the other hand, so- I don't know. He's got to get a jump shot. I mean, this is it. Like, I think you give him one more year, and if he can get a jump shot, perfect. If he can't, you got You got to get rid of the guy because if you can't shoot, you can't win in this league. The I problem. Was- the problem is. Oh, go ahead, Ant. Go ahead. No, Brand, you're good. You can go. The problem is, though, Ben Simmons, in my, to me, I don't think he ever will because he knows he has those weapons around him that can shoot the ball. So I don't think he's ever going to feel the need to develop that jump shot. Um, like I said, it, it wouldn't hurt to see him go if, as long as we have uh, Jimmy Butler and um, Joel Embiid. Those are our two best guys, and we need to build around them. I heard something interesting today that was uh, kind of like – like you know a what if scenario so i heard that um some guy chris broussard brought it up on fox sports he was like why don't the um the raptors or not the raptors the uh the the rockets and the 76ers exchange chris paul and ben simmons i don't think that'd be a bad trade on either end no, because houston is more iso ball and they rely on the pick and roll a lot and that'd be perfect for ben simmons Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul is a great facilitator, and he can and he can put up points. And Philly needs like more shooters. Yeah, and, and they're also going to lose JJ Redick too. But like, I didn't really think. I think JJ Redick has like dimmed down to what he used to be. Like, he's not a predominant shooter guy anymore. He, he missed I, a lot of shots yesterday. I got a question yeah. for you guys. Once once we once you finish that topic right there, like that discussion, if you wanted to finish that. Well, is it about the 76ers yeah, and the Raptors? It is. Yeah, go for it. So, like, so like Game Sevens, obviously, and, like, in hockey, too, and even baseball, um, not, like, football. Like, football's one game, then you're out. But do you, do you think, like, last night when the Sixers lost to the Raptors, do you think that they could have done anything to prevent that? Or do you think it was just a lucky win by the Raptors with making that last ball? What I mean is, like – could have the Sixers played better earlier in the game to kind of secure their oh, like course. their win later? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. They like should have. No so had they exactly. So had they played better earlier on, that last buzzer beater would have never been existent. One hundred percent. They should have never. Game. Yeah, they should have never let it come down to that. Right. But you can say that for every game. I mean, so what do you that game as much as the Seventy Sixers did? So what do you think it what do you think it was? Do you think it was like bad coaching? Do you think player like for me I thought the players were all in the zone. Like I just, like I just said the Raptors player was super like heated. He he was like in the zone telling his player where to go and then like the 76ers were going in the locker room crying. So like obviously they both wanted it. Like this is what these players live for most of them. I don't think it came down to coaching. Like if you're talking about like if Brett Brown should keep his job as the 76ers head coach. You should keep it now, but if if Ben Simmons doesn't develop a jump shot and they exit out of the second round again, then I think you got you got to split. But 
yeah, I think coaching was fine. It was just a matter of making shots. I mean, mm-hmm. there was there was a time where the Raptors missed ten straight shots, and there was a time where the Seventy Sixers couldn't even get a bucket. Yeah. So, it, it's just a bunch of conjo- a bunch of factors. And if you're talking about the last play, yeah, sure. I mean, they could play tighter defense, but I mean, you could tell when Joel Embiid, like he thought. Kawhi was going to pull up sooner, and he kind of jumped, which hesitated him jumping at the last to try to block the actual shot. I mean, you can kind of see that, and it kind of limited him a little bit. But right. who, who, who knows? That's like the what if scenario. What What do you? I asked you guys this last night. Um, do you think this is the way the 76ers lost is worse than the way the Saints lost two years ago against the Vikings? Oh man, that. Are you talking about that pass interference? No, the Minnesota Miracle were the Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs touchdown. You know, man, Stephon Diggs is – I had him on fantasy a couple years ago, and I had everybody say to me, Stephon Diggs? Who's Stephon Diggs? And I'm so glad I took this guy because I believed in him. He's not the biggest player, but – he can catch the ball and he knows how to gain the yards after it. Like a lot of good receivers out there do. And I think he's just got the talent. He's, he's a man of faith. Like you saw him praying after the game. He's like, I give it to God. I give it to God. Like, I think that everything just worked out for him. And sometimes I do believe that miracles just happen, you know, but like, you got to think at the end of the day, did you, did you give it everything you had? Did you play to your best ability today? If you didn't do it, then obviously shame on you and you, you should get a loss. But if you did everything you could, then, you know, good to them. But I, I think that miracles happen at times. Uh, I wouldn't say it's any worse. I mean, I put it, I put it right in the same category. I mean, it's, it was just lucky. You know, it's just something that Sports, happens. Sports, man. Yeah. yeah. Just, it just happens. I mean, look at the Julian Edelman catch. Oh, against the Falcons, that was unreal. No, I mean against. I know you did. After a drink, I drink another shot. I'm late tomorrow. Yeah. All right, can you guys hear me? 
Can you hear me, Wes? Yeah, I can hear you. Good All right. right. I think that was that was my fault. I, I fell out for some reason. I don't think Brandon's in here. <laughs> Let me – and I thought – wait, he sent this one out, no? Yeah. So, we're, so where we have to go. I think we have to leave now because we can't invite, can we? No, I don't think we can. No, I can't. I can't. All right, let's leave. We'll redo it. All right. You there? <laughs> Just hearing it, dude. That's what I'm just staring at a pair of tits. That's what I'm talking about. Is it just me and you again? What the fuck? Yeah, I'm good. You know why the Saints loss is worse than this one? The, the Saints were winning the game. The Raptors in the 76ers game was tied. If, if Kawhi missed it, it would have gone to overtime for five more minutes. Like, if, this, if the Saints' safety made the tackle, the game's over. That was unreal. Yeah, dude, I was at that game. <laughs> you know how broadcasters you know are like, they talk. Never. No, was the OC. It's Mike Zimmer. Pat Sherman was the OC. But, like, you know how sports broadcasters are always like, dude, I was at that game when they bring up, like, a game from the past, and they're like, yeah, I was there. Like, I, I say that all the time about, like, if people, like, start talking, like, in the 
in like bar conversations about like, yo, remember this game? I'd be like, yeah, dude, I was there. I was right next. I was right next to the bench. Like, <laughs> fuck with them. Yeah, you're like, what? It's like, yeah, dude, I was at that 65 game. I'm only 24 years old. <laughs> yeah. It's like, remember that AJ Oshie shootout game in the Russia? Well, speaking of people who were there, James Harden wasn't there, and Steph Curry wasn't there for the game six game against the Warriors and the Rockets. But Steph showed up in the second half of that game as the Warriors made it past the Houston Rockets without Kevin Durant, who got injured in a game five injury as it was a calf strain. The Warriors ended up scoring 23 points in the fourth quarter by Curry, um, 16 in the final five minutes, which is the most the Rockets totaled in that whole five minutes. Uh, the Golden State Warriors bench scored 33 points, and they were averaging 11 the whole playoff run. This is the Golden State Warriors' fifth straight conference appearance, third most in NBA history behind the Pistons, who did a six straight in the 2000s, and the Lakers did an eight straight in the 1980s. Brandon, what do you think about um, the Warriors coming all the way back and the podcast just went out while I was talking. I didn't hear anything. Where did it go? Oh. The fuck? No, I'm still here. Playing games. But that that didn't go out, did it? Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> um well if it didn't stop recording, it recorded it then. And if you guys heard me say everything, then good, right? Okay. So Speaking of showing up, the Steph and James Harden didn't show up for the first half of the Golden State Warriors in the Houston Rockets game six. But Steph showed up in the last uh, second half as he put up 35 points in the second half to put the Warriors over the Houston Rockets in game six and move on to their fifth straight conference appearance, conference finals appearance. That's the third most in NBA history with the Pistons doing it six times in the 2000s and the Lakers doing it eight times in the 1980s. Uh, they did it without Kevin Durant, who was injured in Game 5. The Golden State Warriors are 27-1 in the last 28 games when Curry plays and KD doesn't. And the Golden State Warriors bench put up 33 points where they were averaging 11 the whole playoff run. So, Brandon, um, what do you think about the Warriors moving on to their fifth straight um, Western Conference Finals and getting it done over the Rockets, who seem to not beat the Golden State Warriors when it counts the most? I feel like they play a lot better 
like I said, without Kevin Durant, because they're 27 1 in the last 28 games without him. And they were 30 and 4 during the season, during the whole entire season when he didn't play. I, I, it's like back to the 2015 team where they went 73 and 9. Like, I feel like they have more better chemistry than with Kevin Durant just like in the game. It's pretty much confirmed that he's going to New York, but They keep the pieces, man. It's management. They do a great job of keeping their players. It's more of like the way they play, too, because like they have more than one uh, number one to go to. If you want to count Steph as a number one, you can. KD's a number one when he plays. Uh, it's just the way they. It's just the way they play basketball. They play fast tempo. They can they can score at all five facets of the game. And it's and it's like some teams can like score at like three facets or four facets, but it's like making all your free throws, hitting your three point shots, hitting into the post, um, like at the rim, getting the rebounds and everything like that. I mean, it's it's hard mid range. Golden State checks off every single box of that, and it's like really hard to like stop one thing and not stop the other. Oh, yeah, they get challenged. I mean, it's not like they're unbeatable. The Cavs beat them in 2016 when they won 73 games. Yeah. It's just they're beatable. It's just a matter of putting as much points as the other team, obviously. But, like, Golden State, like, they introduced this new era of basketball where it's, like, three-point shots matter. So, but with the let's move on to the Rockets. Then this is their sixth straight loss for Mike D'Antoni when facing elimination. That's the head coach for the uh, Houston Rockets. Um, Harden is is um, James Harden accumulated his tenth elimination loss. That's the most by any player since his career debut um, back in like two thousand nine, I think it was. Uh, four straight games with 30-plus points. He's been putting up points, but it just hasn't resulted in wins. They're 0-4 facing the Warriors in the playoffs. Four in the last five years, they lost to the Spurs in 2017. They are 3-4 and 
in the playoffs when Harden and Paul score 20-plus points. Now, I don't know where you go from the Rockets here because they're pretty much tied up with all these players. But, Brandon, do you see a solution with the Rockets, or are they pretty much plateaued? Right, but he, he didn't even show up in game five. Like, not at all. Yeah. But James Harden, like, down in the last ten minutes, didn't really do squat. Nothing. Like, in uh, game five, he only attempted, like, three shots. If you're putting up 40-plus in the regular season and being Mr. Mister Score, where the hell are you when it counts the most? But I don't even think they have enough money to go and get another guy. But they don't have the draft capital to get another, like, solid piece either. So, so it's either, like, they got to clean up with this iso ball thing and they got to change it because obviously it hasn't worked with Mike D'Antoni with his strict six straight loss, it just doesn't work anymore. You got to, you got to toughen up on defense. You got to find more ways to score. You can't just keep doing one thing and do it again and again and again. You got to change. And if it, if it means, like, you have to trade, like, Chris Paul, like I said earlier with Chris Paul and Ben Simmons, then, you know, that might be the best option. But I don't, I don't see – with Clint Capella, you got a big man already. You got good, solid guards and P.J. Tucker, who's kind of like a forward and a guard. But, um, yeah, I think Houston's pretty much done. They just can't beat this team. And even with KD uh, leaving – you still got Steph and probably Clay Thompson, who the Warriors are probably going to prioritize to re-sign. You still got to deal with those guys. It's it's so much. It's so different. Like their system is totally different than everyone else's. Well, let's go to the other um, Western Conference team who will face the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, and that will be the Portland Trailblazers, who outdueled the Nuggets in a fantastic series. Uh, let me get his name. Hold on. C.J. McCollum put up 37 points, nine rebounds, and he scored the most points in franchise history in a, in a Game 7 game, in a playoff game. Uh, Rodney Hood went down with a knee sprain, though, so that will be something to – look after but this is the first time they've reached a conference final since 2000 um and they were swept the last two years when they lost um to the golden state warriors and i think the i forget who it was the year before i think it was the spurs maybe 
But they came back from being down 70, 17 points, which is the largest in Game 7 history. Uh, do you think that they oppose a challenge to the Warriors or do the Warriors take care of them? Because Kevin Durant has been confirmed to be out for Game 1. Yeah, that's true. That is true, and they did it without Damian Lillard because Damian Lillard was just struggling yesterday. But he was he was um, he was facilitating the ball. He was getting a lot of assists. He was grabbing rebounds. And he was giving CJ McCollum the hot hand. Who is? I'm going to give you guys a guess. Guess where CJ McCollum is from? From like college. Yeah. You're called it's Lehigh University. <laughs> Lehigh. <laughs> for for an NBA player coming from like a school like that, very, very rare. But yeah, I still I still oppose the Blazers. Blazers to to me have like a really great backcourt that can deal with the guards at Golden State and that can run with them and stuff. Kevin Durant's injury though does oppose a bit of a challenge, but I I do think the Warriors will be fine without him. I think I think the Warriors take care of him in six games, but it'll be a back and forth series because I still think the Blazers like if they get hot. They they hit every single three. They just don't miss. And it wasn't like the Nuggets were a pushover team either. They were a great team. Yeah. And I think the Nuggets are going to be better too next year because uh, remember Michael Porter-Williams who didn't play a single – minute this year, the, the kid from Mizzou that they picked like 15, he's going to come back. He just got cleared today. So they're going to be a lot better and they're going to hang around. But also in the other Eastern um, Conference final team, it was the Milwaukee Bucks taking care of the, the Boston Celtics. Then 4-1 four, four to one in Game 5. It was ridiculous. Kyrie Irving just kept missing shots. The Celtics just fell apart. We already know the Bucks are our contenders. We already talked about that earlier, but where do you think the Celtics stand with Kyrie Irving entering free agency and with all the young pieces in they, that they have? Do they fall off or they stay the same? Oh, yeah, I think he's out. I think he's out definitely. It was interesting that Brad Stevens said it was like that he dropped the ball this year in a post-conference interview. But um, I, I felt like they just had too much – circling around that 
team. Like there was a big cloud all season long around them. And yeah, and I think Kyrie Kyrie's already checked out. It's because it, like he might just go to the Knicks or there's been some talk of him going to reunite with LeBron, but I mean, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Speaking of LeBron, what do you think about Frank Vogel being the next head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, their fourth option? <laughs> yeah, it was reported that Ty Lue was interested. He wanted five years instead of three, and that the Lakers picked the coaching staff. He won a championship. It's just, I feel like the front office is so stubborn in that Lakers organization. And like, he can definitely coach players past LeBron. It's not just like, oh, you're just here for LeBron. You can coach LeBron. Like, no, that's ridiculous. Come on. Like, Frank Vogel did a great job at Indiana, but like... And he's 35. He's not going to change his way of thinking. You got to get, yeah. What amazes me is that the Lakers are like being stubborn and not giving like LeBron. Uh, majority. Let LeBron run the team for three years. Just let him do it. Yeah, but from a but from an organizational standpoint, you I mean, if, you gotta let if LeBron is the thirty five and he's like one of the second greatest players in the in the league, did we lose anybody or am I out? Fuck me.
Nine hundred and nine dollars just for yeah, the cards. I mean, Yo, boys, what happened? I don't know. It kind of kicked me out, and then I guess it kicked Ant out. Oh my gosh! And there goes Auntie. <laughs> oh, Aunt just left. Great. Did it, did it close the recording for you, or like? Yeah, it kicked me out too. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know what the hell's going on, man. This thing's a pain in the ass. I told you, it's fucking awful. But as I was saying, like they should give LeBron more input to what goes on in the organization. I think he, I think he has input, man. But like, I, I don't. It just seems like from the way they were reporting it that like they had Phil Jackson consult on the decision. Like Phil Jackson is a terrible organization guy. He's not the head coach, Phil Jackson, but yeah, like he he ruined the Knicks pretty much. <laughs> Clearly, it, it, it was it was terrible. But there was another guy like Rob Palenka. Like he was an agent. He was never a general manager. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they're doing, man. I don't know what kind of shit they're running there in LA. You got LeBron James for fuck sakes. <laughs> Seriously, man. I mean, you got one thing right. You just can't put the rest of it together. And it's not like they have bad players either. I think Kuzma and Ball and uh, Ingram can all play. They can all play, but they can't shoot. Oh, it's just like it's just like putting the pieces around them, like like JaVale McGee. Like really, you don't need big anymore. This um in this league, like you just need shooters. Well, Bron's pretty much your big. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> can you send Aunt another invite? Uh, he should be able to access this one again. What is he doing? Cooking? Sent it to your email. Why does he have to cut out? I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe another skating session. <laughs> no, I don't. Guy's a busy, busy man. Yeah, sure he is. <laughs> busy, busy man. He's got to go drink. 
We haven't even gotten to hockey. Nah, it'll be quick though, because like not much is ha- it's the conference finals. Yeah, but you know Ant likes to go on. Yeah, I'll 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 say it. Say it. let's make this short. <laughs> Nothing really happened besides Boston dominating. This yeah. is so bad. It was oh, what, what what happened? Boy, you had to go eat dinner. Well, I'm eating now because I'm starving, but <laughs> I'm eating fruit. Like I was saying, if. Lakers, you should give LeBron a bit of input on who the coach should be, what pieces to get, you know, what the coaching staff should be like. He, you, you should, know. you should, but you have to be very careful when you cross that line and you give a player input like that. Yeah, because then they'll start taking over the team. I, I would never do that. I would never, ever give them the power. But ever. I'm not saying give them the power, give him an input on like what happened. Like, you know, yeah, make yeah. it a business relationship. But Don't make thing, it like, uh, like a we're against you because you ruined us. And... No, but I think the coaching staff is that experienced that they know who they want to pick. They know who LeBron's going to want. You know, they're experienced enough to know that. They don't even have to ask. They know uh, who's the right people. The right, not, the right, not, nece- not, nece- not necessarily. I think they'll know. I think they know who the right pieces are. You know, like they're not. You don't want to take somebody who's some rookie with an attitude. Yeah, well, this whole thing with Anthony Davis that fell through, I think that's kind of what started this whole downward spiral with that organization. This year. This year, at least. Yeah, right. All right, I think we had enough in the NBA over the NHL right now. Um, the Bruins have been on a hot streak lately in the past five games. Carolina 2 to 0 in the series. Um, they have won the last five games with a combination score of 22 to 8. They have just absolutely dominated. Um, let's make this quick. Um, the game three is tomorrow at Carolina. Do you still think Carolina has a shot? I think Carolina is. Oh my God. NHL is so hard to predict. I mean, you've seen it. We're in round three. And you, you've seen it all. You've seen T- Tampa get swept. You've seen Islanders get swept. Barry Trotz. You've seen the, Cur- Her- the Hurricanes make it to round three. You've seen the Bruins pull through a 6-2 win last night. I mean, you've seen the Blues make it. It's, it's crazy what's going to happen. So it's literally just pull the name out of the hat type thing. Um, I think the Hurricanes are definitely going to win it tomorrow. They're down 2-0. That fan base out there in Carolina is pretty crazy this year, obviously, because they're winning. Carolina yet in the yeah. playoffs. Exactly, and um, I just—it's hockey. It's NHL. It's round three. It's the playoffs. These—you're not gonna. If you can get swept in round three, then we have a serious issue. There's a serious problem going on. If you came this far and you've been swept, so I think they'll win maybe two <laughs> games, and then I think maybe the Bruins won't <laughs> take it in Game Six because. You know, after a 6-2 win last night, I think what it's coming down to is just the Bruins are more disciplined and the Hurricanes are retaliating, like Justin Williams last night on Brad Marchand. Marchand's an asshole. He is. He he is an asshole. Like, on the ice, he is an asshole. But, look, (laughs) that's his role. Tom Wilson's role is to fight. Wayne Simmons' role is to fight. Um, You know, like, everybody has a role. That's what they pay these players to do. And Brad Marchand gets underneath your skin. The announcers say it. The team says it. They know he's got his. They know the Bruins, um, that the Bruins have his back on whatever he does. They don't care. They'll do whatever they can to win. 
I'm decking Marshan in game three. Like I'm sending a message. Dude, <laughs> I I yeah, he's he's a piece of work, that guy. But that boy winning. gotta go. Yeah, he, he's licked players, he's He's just a weird dude on the ice. I, I don't. I can't explain. Fox players on the ice. I mean, it's ridiculous what he's done. Yeah. But, but in the other series, he's a uh, good player, like, though. He's an actual yeah, good player. But uh, yeah, I have my issues with him. But I don't in the like other series, either, Lance, trust me. The San Jose Sharks. San Jose won first game with a score of like six to three, and right now the Blues are up on. The Sharks in game two, one to zero. Uh, how do you see this series playing out? The only this is the only team I predicted to make the cup was the Sharks, and I had them in here from day one. And I know we talked about the goaltending goal issue, but at the same time, that's one player. Like I said before, teams in the NHL could make it to the cup even with a crappy goaltender. And a lot of other people will say, oh, no, that's not possible because you need really good goaltending. Yeah, you need really go- good goaltending, but this guy's in the NHL for a reason. And some days he doesn't show up, unfortunately. But now they're around three winning, you know, 1-0 in the series, but they're down by a goal. This is the year for the Sharks to run for the Cup. They got Eric Carlson. They got Brent Burns. They got Evander Kane. They got Joe Pavelski, Joe Thornton. They got tons of weapons. Couture, they got all these top guys. They're playing solid together, and I don't think that the Blues are going to be able to stop them. I just don't think they have the manpower. Um, they're a really physical big team, but the Sharks are just the ones that I'm just believing in. Blues, Blues had a lot of penalties um, in Game One. I it's think just they nonstop clean that up and like Biddington. Some of those goals were just like a five on three goal, like. That's very hard to stop. I mean, but I believe in Jordan Biddington. I believe in the Blues. I I do see this one going seven games, which that will make three straight game sevens for San Jose. Which is a lot of hockey. A yeah. lot, a lot, a lot of playoff hockey. Well, we've seen St. Louis too in the game seven with uh, Saint scoring a game winner Saint- against Ben Bishop. Oh, oh, that that game. Dude, that I wanted the stars because I like the stars, but that game was incredible. It's double it awesome. overtime, and like he just, man, he just attacked at the right time. He just went after the puck, scored, and that was it. It was it was nice to watch, but um, yeah, I mean the Sharks draw a lot of penalties. They're good at it. I don't know what they're doing, but they draw a lot of penalties. Um, but I don't even know honestly. Like at first, I was like, oh yeah, blah blah blah, bad penalty by. Cody Eakin, it was an awful cross check. It was there was no purpose of doing that what he did, and I think that's kind of what brought the Sharks. I mean, I wouldn't say brought them to the cup, but it helped them because that five minute major, which should have only been a two minute minor, you know, allowed them to score three goals. The whole perspective on the playoffs. So I do agree it was a bad call, but at the same time, it was an awful penalty. It's so stupid, dumb penalty completely intentional drove took his foot into the ice stepped full extension of the arms just completely unnecessary like i've seen a lot of cross checks after face-offs and a lot of like pushes in front of the net but this guy just intentionally went straight through him drove right through him like he was a defensive lineman like come on man you don't need to do that and uh i guess it was maybe just bad karma for them and now here we are sharks round three so yeah 
we'll by this time see. next week, we'll be in like game six or game seven, hopefully, for these two uh, conference finals. And then we'll figure out by the time we record who will be playing the Stanley Cup. So, yes, sir. Yeah, this year's been crazy. It has been. It's been very exciting. Uh, the past couple of years have been very intense. The first round is always who can you bang up the most? Who can you get hurt? Like, who can you uh, knock who off your skates the most? Round two is just intense, nonstop hockey. And then round three is when everyone's just sick and tired and wants to go home, but they still know it's for the cup and they play their hearts out. Right. It'll be very interesting to see. All right, a couple quick things before we wrap up. Uh, the NBA draft lottery is tomorrow, so who we will figure out who Zion will be going to with the first overall pick. The Knicks have a best chance uh, with 14% along with the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Chicago Bulls. You know I'm dying for him to be in the New York Knicks uniform. Also, Baldwin announces retirement. Hansler was cut by the Seahawks. I thought he already retired, but I guess he was still on the roster. But Doug Baldwin was also cut on Friday, but he announced his retirement on Monday. Um, any other news that you guys want to touch on? I have five things. EJ Manuel retires, quarterback. Gino's oh, he retired. He retired. Yes, sir. Yeah. Seminole. Yep. Gino right. Smith. Expected to sign with the Seahawks. What do they see in him? How could they? How could Russell Wilson be a leader for him? I don't understand. Back but up. let's see. Backup Geno Back Smith. Seahawks expected to sign. Maximum Security's jockey has been suspended. I think he's appealing that. We'll have to see what happens with that. Conor McGregor March phone breaking controversy charges are dropped. That's no surprise. And then 34-year-old Ohio State Buckeye alumni stud Ryan Kessler unlikely to return after all these years to the Ducks after having a hip surgery. So lots of uh, side news going on. Um, what a stud he is, man. Ryan Kessler, tough, tons of grit, great player. But, uh, yeah, I mean, best of luck to all these people. All right, right on. Uh, baseball is a month in, and I, the Tampa Bay Rays are right now in first place. First, and, Yankees you know, behind them. Shocking, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The, the Rays out of all teams. But yeah, I think the Red Sox are in last. No, the Red Sox came yeah, back. They went on a few winning streak. Uh, see, I haven't been following. Yankees have a lot of hurt players, though. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm surprised the... they're, they're – well, they're bouncing back. I mean, they're not doing too bad now. No, not not awful. But their but trainer they still needs the goddamn boot. Yeah, they yeah really. They yeah. have faced less competition though. Yeah, uh, let me go true. through the standings quick, actually, while I have them up. Maybe I the Phillies are in first place in the NL. Um, with the Braves just right behind them, the Braves came all the way back. They're only back by three games. Chicago's leading the Central. The Central's. Divided by three games amongst four teams, the Cubs, the Brewers, the Pirates, and the Cardinals. Dodgers have a claim of the West. Um, They have 27 wins. I think right now that's the best record in the MLB, which it is. And the Padres are right behind them with 22 wins or four games back. In the AL, you got Houston out with 26 wins. They have a clear lead on the West when seven games ahead of the Angels. That's the next closest team. Twins are ahead in the Central, up four games against the Indians. We already talked about the AL East. The Rays are ahead of the Yankees by a half a game. 
All right, so that will do it for this week's edition of Bench Bros Sports Podcast. Find this on Spotify. We are on Spotify. You can look up all of our episodes. Go ahead and listen. Even though if it's old news, you can listen to our lovely voices once again. Uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a like and follow. Give us a message, comment. If we can do anything better, please leave a comment. Let us know. Again, thank you guys for listening. Brandon, any last thoughts before Anthony jumps into the 24 car? Uh, no, let's hear it, man. I'm ready for the NASCAR news. All right. Well, this week, honestly, boys, I don't have anything um, because no one, like I said, really appreciates it. But I am, I am in my 24 car right now. So, Jeff Gordon, baby, here we go. And all, that's all I need. Just me, my car. No one else has to worry about it. Where'd they race this last weekend? Tell you, uh, t- um, where where was it actually? Oh, I know more than was it Dover? Dover? Than you. It was in Kansas. Oh, really? Dover or no? No, it was in Kansas. I missed the Saturday night race. I missed this week. Yeah, it's usually on Sunday. Did you catch it? How was it? I don't know. I didn't watch. I just knew guy they were racing. He, this guy says he knows where he raced and didn't watch the actual race. <laughs> Dude, I was driving. I was beating Jeff. Dude, uh, I am Jeff. I was in Jeff's car. Nah, you're more like Jeff A. <laughs> I was Jeff. Jeff A. <laughs> I mean, I could bring up another topic, but you guys probably won't care. Um, I was just going to say about, like, the cars and whatnot. You got Toyota, Ford, and, and Chevy. You know, with the with the most the, the biggest lead right now, I believe is Toyota. I think followed by Ford and then Chevy. I mean, last time you guys said pretty much it was a mix of everything. As like, why do you think Toyota taking most wins and then Chevy uh, Chevy in third place and Ford in second? So, but I mean, I won't go back into that. Although I like to reminisce, but uh, oh, PGA so, Championship this weekend too. I mean, personally, I I don't know how I would like to see Chevy win, but. Doesn't matter. It's about the racer, not so much the make of the car that has the most wins. So, well, sure. well the PGA Championship is this weekend well, too go. for golfing. Get it's your nine iron, boys. Here we go. <laughs> you think Tiger wins? Honestly, I, I can care less. I I'm a Brooks Kepka guy. I like Phil Mickelson <laughs> too, Ricky. So, I, Brooks Kepka. I hope Brooks again. wins. Brooks, my dude. Watch out for the Italian stallion, though. All right. Francesco be- Malinari. Francesco Malinari. Anthony's long distance cousin. I'm back in, I'm back in Florence right now. Francesco Malinari. Got to do the. Right. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this week's edition of Bench Bros. We hope you join us next time. Next week. Have a good rest of the day. We Peace. out. Peace. We out. <laughs> Yo, serious. Dude, you have so much editing to do. I'm sorry. I know. But like, yeah, this, yours this is was rough. I only had a game. This was rough. R-U-F-F. Rough. All right, boys. Did you record it? I did. I emailed it to you. I emailed it because I can't send a text. It was too long. Let me know if you got it, though. If you didn't, I'll have to find out a different way to get it to you. So, Who did this one? Who did this one? Me or Ant? Did I do this last one? All right. So I I have to send you two, Wes. Yeah.
Yeah, I got you. I already got your login to get the recordings, oh, all too. Right, so. All right, boys. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. All right, fellas. Take care. We'll talk soon. All right, man. All right. Peace. Peace.